0: I just had like the most embarrassing moment why i accidentally phoned malandre i think she was you <laughs> and i was like hey ho <laughs> <laughs> what did she say she, uh, she's like hi and then it broke up so it sort of sounded like you and then there was like this awkward silence and i was like um are you ready and she's like yeah shoot and i was like what? And then I looked at the name and I saw it wasn't you. I was like, oh no. <laughs> did
1: you record it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I deleted it though. I deleted oh. it. I did record record but I deleted it. I would have both <laughs> it. The awkwardness in oh. all its
0: glory. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't let that live out in the universe for too long. I was like, why are you like, you telling me that you're ready for this recording and you're like, so out of it. I was kind of like, Jessica, what the hell's wrong with you? Anyway. (laughs) You're crazy. Anyway. Hi, guys. And uh, welcome to Dead Curious. We are your sister hosts. I am Roxanne. And I am Jessica. So, some exciting news. We have... We are running our first competition to celebrate our 200 followers on Instagram. What, what? What, what? So exciting. Very exciting. And um, all you need to do to apply for the competition is to follow us on Instagram, comment on the competition, post, say what your favorite episode is and tag a friend you think would like our podcast it's as easy as that and then you stand a chance of winning a unique doodle like the drawings that we have on our instagram sorry it's not really on our instagram hey it's like on everything yeah (laughs) so if you like the drawings and the art that is on our social media you stand a chance of winning your very own custom design christine will illustrate absolutely anything you want in the style of the dead curious artwork and you can do with that artwork what you like. She'll send it through to you in a digital format. So if you want to blow it up and make a poster, you can do that. If you want to stick it on a T-shirt, you can do that. If you want to get it as a tattoo, you can do that.
1: Oh, that's actually mm-hmm. a really nice idea.
0: She is actually, like, her bread and butter is um, tattoo art. Didn't she design ours? She did design our tattoo. She also oh, designed that's why it looks so good and she and she designed my anniversary tattoo.
1: Mhm.
0: I wanted to well, do I mean, another one for me. Like I a mean, creepy I've... one. <laughs> <gasps> Did I show you that cat and skulls? No. She illustrated the most ad- when we were busy playing on what sort of look and feel we wanted for the dead curious artwork. Um so I was like sending through some inspiration and we were busy talking about or what we wanted the artwork to like look and feel like. And I said, well, I feel that the stories we tell are scary, but I do feel like our delivery is kind of uh, a bit more approachable and quirky. Mm
1: -hmm. So I wanted
0: that to come through in our artwork. And then as one of the testers, she sent through this adorable little cat sitting on a stack of skulls. And when she sent that through, I was like, Christine, 100%, you are amazing. This is exactly what I want. And I'm so in love with that little cat and skulls. I actually want to get it, it. I
1: want to get it tattooed on my foot. <gasps> like no jokes. I was thinking if, because it sounds pretty cool. I was thinking mm-hmm. if I had that as a tattoo, it would be on my foot.
0: <gasps> oh my gosh.
1: Should we get like two matching <laughs> tattoos?
0: <laughs> um, yes. Oh my gosh. Now, Christina's like no jokes. My favorite, my favorite artist. We met in in university and. I've just always been fascinated with her art, it's always very creepy things. She does these very creepy doodles, like before she studied, because she's studied and she's got her masters in illustration, And but before that even we did a art class together to prepare a portfolio to enter for university, and that's actually where I met her. And she always drew these really creepy things. And when we we're in university, I asked her, where does she get the inspiration for all of these mad drawings? Like the one day there was like this cat. Um, I'll never forget. It was like this cat. And half of the cat was honeycomb with these bees crawling out. Ooh. And yeah, but it was still really cool. And I asked her, I said, where on earth do you get the inspiration from the, for this stuff? And she said to me, no, she gets it from her dreams. She legitimately dreams this stuff. She dreamt that one day she asked her mom, like she was holding her cat, and she asked her mom, hey, why, why do cats purr? How do they purr? And her mom's like, no, because there's little bees inside. And when she looked down, there were bees crawling out of the cat.
1: That's a terrifying thing to tell a child. No, no, this was in a dream. Oh, oh right, right. These are the dreams
0: that she has. And she's, she's got, over the years, she's got all of these fantastic, creepy illustrations. It's like she dreams like the night. Nightmare version of Alice in Wonderland. It is absolutely amazing. So guys out there, follow her on Instagram. She's at Pencil Heart Art, but we do tag her in all of the posts as well on Instagram and I think on Facebook. So her portfolio account is amazing. It's it truly is something to behold. Speaking of dreams, we are going to be putting out an episode on Patreon where we just share some of our creepo dreams. Because we have had quite a few of those. <laughs> oh my word, we get that from our mother. Yeah. Our mom has so many dreams where we die. Always oh. she mercy kills us in the apocalypse. <laughs> I don't know yeah. which is scarier.
1: <laughs> We've, I've, I've actually spoken to her about that before. And I'm like, if this does actually really happen, I'm going to yeah, be like, so <laughs> mad if you try to mercy kill me. Like, I'm. Well, you know- I'd yes. want to try and survive as for as long as I can. If I happen to die, then I'm I'm going to die because I, it was just out of my control and I did all I could. I don't want to be mercy killed. Oh. At least I have a chance if I try. Exactly. <laughs>
0: and if you die, then you die on your own terms, you know? Right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Anywho. Um... And that's it for news, really, actually. So let's get into our spooky stories for today. Well, actually, not even stories. Today we decided to do something quite special because it is quite an intense topic. So we thought let's rather just um, keep this episode to one story and um, see where that goes. So
1: today we will be discussing Pinky, Pinky. The first time that I heard about Pinky, Pinky was in art class in high school, um, because we were learning about an artist that had done a painting and some sculptures. um, You know, to I think to bring awareness about Pinky, Pinky and the whole story behind that. Um, Yeah. But, of course, it doesn't go that deep into what Pinky Pinky actually is. It kind of just touches on some of the societal issues that are associated with Pinky Pinky. Mm. So we only knew, like, a vague um, description of what Pinky Pinky actually was.
0: Yeah, um, Pinky Pinky is very much a South African story tale creature i'll get into the details and you can decide um but yeah if you are in south africa and particularly if you're a black south african the chances of you hearing about pinky pinky is pretty high not as popular amongst the white community in south africa but you'll understand why as as i just as i go into um, more detail as to the story the tale of pinky pinky so let's get into it um for those of you outside of south africa pinky pinky has been described as a featureless boogeyman half human half creature or as a tokolosh or tokoloshi the most common description is that of a grotesque human-like thing with pink skin pink hair and red eyes with half of its face appearing female and the other half distinctly male. One thing all sources seem to agree on is that it likes to live in public bathrooms where it is said to stalk prepubescent girls who wear pink underwear. If a girl dares go into the bathroom while Pinky Pinky on the prowl, it will follow her and call out to her in a beautiful melodic female voice. It will then tell her a story, and when the story is done, Pinky Pinky will demand payment for the story told. If the girl is unable to pay Pinky Pinky the price it asks, it will attack the girl, violently beating her and raping her. So... In a nutshell, that is the legend of Pinky Pinky, but taking into consideration South Africa's ever-growing gender-based violence stats and the underlying rape culture, it's, it's hardly surprising that a creature like this would exist, um, especially in the minds of our children, and especially in young girls in the poorer Black communities. Many believe that the story of Pinky Pinky was birthed from civil unrest and violence from the apartheid era where if a young black girl were raped or victimized by a white man, the allegations were not taken seriously. So perhaps on a social level, Pinky Pinky is simply the face of abusers and sexual predators. Pinky Pinky seems to be a creature that is is birthed in, uh, birthed from a community where sexual violence and gender-based violence is... Um, is rampant and and that's that's the sad truth about south africa is that it it is a very a very very common thing and um it is no surprise that something like pinky pinky would exist i mean Mm -hmm. maybe not even as like a real boogie ban even if it if it's a folklore tale it's it's actually very sad Mm -hmm. and that's why i wanted to dedicate a full episode to it especially especially since um at the moment there is the black lives matter and the gender based violence campaigns that have been going out it is probably um one of the best times to actually address this uh, maybe even in our podcast not that i want us to get political or anything but um yeah the, these sort of things do happen and as a society it's it's high time that that we address the issues mm. As terrible as the legend of Pinky Pinky is, there is, of course, stories about it. So I found a story about Pinky Pinky by a woman named Sapang Mulakwana. And she actually wrote a short story on her encounter and she put it up on live.funza.mobi, which is like the site where amateur authors can write short stories and share them and comment and stuff so i'll put a link to her story in the description but i thought it was a really nice place to to share it here let's get into her story i had never been so terrified in my life was i hallucinating was this the terrifying creature that targeted us girls who wore pink it tormented us I was in second grade when I first heard its name, Pinky Pinky. I had heard says that it hid inside the school toilets. Those who had claimed to see it say half of its face is male and the other half is female. Some claim it's as dark as night, others say it was pink with red eyes. We didn't know what to believe. The victims of Pinky Pinky always cried as they gave their testimonies. Hearing all of that sent chills down my spine. I dared not go into the toilets alone because I knew a creepy thing would have its way with me. Rather your bladders suffer and the rivers flow with urine, than go to the toilet to be victimized by Pinky Pinky. I asked my granny what Pinky Pinky really was. Is it a beautiful girl, who was a magician, or a big human doll? My granny said, my lovely granddaughter, Pinky Pinky is a talkalosh." I was so scared, I knew exactly what a talkalosh was, an evil sprite used in witchcraft. My heart raced, I wish I could erase that from my mind, everything that she had just told me. There was no way I would be able to sleep that night. But the story of Pinky Pinky does not end there. My cousin Pusilezzo was one year older than me, and we were like twins. We did everything together. We called ourselves Team Double Trouble. One night we were wearing similar pajamas. The only difference was that mine was pink and hers was blue. She knew a lot more about Pinky Pinky than I did. And honestly, I was curious. I just wanted to see the thing with my own eyes. And you know what they say about curiosity. So we went to the toilet outside to summon the diabolical spirit. Pinky, Pinky, come to me, we whispered. Pinky, Pinky, come to me. We recited her name what felt like a thousand times, but nothing happened. Seeing as it was a school night, we went to bed. Suddenly I woke up. The lights had gone off while we were sleeping. But in the dark i could make out a figure it was short a dwarf it wasn't light enough for me to see its face but its eyes its eyes were glowing red i felt like screaming but nothing came out i tried to move but it was as if i was paralyzed i felt a heavy weight on my chest and i couldn't breathe I fought with all my might to call for help, but I could only manage a couple of slurred words. It was strangling me. This was no human being. Finally, I screamed. Like a banshee calling the name of Jesus Christ, I was finally free. My cries woke my grandmother and she came to my room to see what was wrong. I told her all about the supernatural experience I would just had. She said that it was a talkalosh, and that somebody must have sent it, and that I was probably being targeted for my intelligence by someone who was jealous. She then burned sage to exercise the diabolical spirit, and I was able to go back to sleep. Nothing has ever bothered me ever again.
1: Sure. Well... I mean, I don't want to say that she was lucky that she was strangled, but she's lucky that like nothing else happened because it's known for it's um, it's known to be a creature that rapes young children.
0: Reading this story, um, I thought it was interesting. For me personally, I would categorize this actually as a story on the tokolosh, not necessarily mm-hmm. about Pinky Pinky, but I included it in this story. First of all, I. I get triggered by rape stories, so I didn't really mm-hmm. want to go into detail and into anything with descriptions of, of rape and violence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not to say that I'm avoiding those um, sort of stories, but I wanted to introduce the concept of of Pinky Pinky and I felt that her story very well explained um, the understanding and the belief and how Pinky Pinky is Uh, comes about in South African Mm -hmm. culture, you know, the young children are the ones who, who discuss it amongst each other. And that is actually a big reason why a lot of girls travel in groups to the bathroom Mm -hmm. for protection, for safety. And maybe tales of Pinky Pinky has actually spurred that. But in all honesty, in South Africa, you do go to the toilets in a group because that is where people, uh, that is where children very often get victimized. Mm-hmm. in public places or public bathrooms
1: where, where there's it's privacy. A space, yeah, It's a space where you're alone and you're often in a vulnerable situation.
0: Exactly. So I think it, 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 it was, this was a very good example of that. Um, and also I did want to introduce Talkalosh because that is definitely something we'll need to do an episode on one day um, hmm. Tokolosh being, a, like she said in her story, a sprite used in witchcraft. The Tokolosh is um, like a dwarf, a hairy dwarf, like fairy thing that's, that lives usually in marshy areas. Hmm. And there's a whole belief system around the Tokolosh or the Tokoloshi. We are in the Eastern Cape, so I believe um, the way we know Tokolosh is from Tosa culture. Mm-hmm. I think Isizulu is Tokoloshi. If I'm not mistaken, I stand under correction. But um, yeah, so it sounds like this was more of a Tokolosh story personally. But mm-hmm. it's not to say that those two things are different. Who knows if it's not maybe just the same creature experienced in a different way. We don't know. The Tokolosh is considered to be an incredibly evil um, spirit or being. So mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe the pink- maybe Pinky Pinky is in fact a Tokolosh. Mm-hmm. Maybe Pinky Pinky is all these things.
1: For me, it sounded a lot like um, those really intense sleep paralysis dreams that people have because very often mm. they say like they they wake up, but they they can't move their body and they can't speak or make any sort of sound. And mm. then whatever creature that they are seeing, which again does usually have red glowing eyes, like they, they mentioned it coming slowly towards them and it's you know, they, they try to scream and call out, but nothing happens. And very often it gets close enough to like touch them or choke them or scratch them. And only at that point is the person able to make some sort of sound and break out of the paralysis. Um, So it's definitely some sort of a, I don't know what to classify the Tokolosh as, but it's definitely what she experienced was some kind of a demonic thing. But it I would be. say, I would say, I mean, the, the Tokolosh, you know, all of the stuff that it supposedly does and its whole purpose, I would say it is a demon of some kind.
0: Yeah. The, from what I've heard, like, from Tokolosh stories, it can even, like, bite and poison people. Mm-hmm. The most common one is that it kills you in your sleep. Mm. Um, You get carried or it, it steals and kidnaps children and carries them off into into the bush. So there are terrible stories with very interesting theories to explain them. Would like Pinky Pinky being like a social explanation behind Pinky Pinky. Mm-hmm. The same can actually be said for the Tokoloshe and that's why I want to do another episode similar to this but just on the Torkolosh. And Oma mm-hmm. where there are tons of stories. Like Torkolosh is like not everybody's heard of Pinky Pinky, but everybody in South Africa knows of the Tokolosh, like yeah. everybody. And uh, looking into Pinky Pinky, I actually found um, some pretty cool stories and information on the Tokolosh. But before we just disregard Pinky Pinky as maybe just being um, a cautionary tale to not go to the bathrooms alone, um, I did find in, some of my, in many sources actually where there are schools that have closed down in fear of pinky pinky, or that claim that there have been pinky pinky attacks, and for the safety of the students, actually closed down mm-hmm. uh, for for tempor- not closed down permanently, but I mean, so pinky pinky is very strongly believed here in South Africa, and whether you believe in pinky pinky or not, something serious enough did happen that schools had to close down and to protect their children, so. You know, you can't deny evidence like that. I mean, a school's not just going to close down. Yeah, that's true. Like something must have happened. I did, I can't remember where I saw the source because I read up on it a couple weeks ago. This guy was talking about how back in the day with apartheid, with black people being so oppressed that... Um, yes, they 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 weren't even seen as second citizens. They were almost treated like cattle, or you know what mm. I mean, like completely dehumanized. So sexual abuse, um, white on black, was quite prevalent. And he believed that perhaps "pinky pinky" was just a way for young girls to describe what had, had happened to them, so that they could be taken seriously. Because if they claimed that a white man abused them, so that they would get, be in more trouble and maybe their white, maybe their young traumatized minds maybe just saw it as a, a grotesque monster. And, and, mm. and, you know, it was, it was a, he, his, his argument was that it was a way for a traumatized mind to make sense and explain what was happening to them in a society that was absolutely not willing to hear it, basically. Mm. I wish I could find it again, because I did want to put it in this episode, but I, c- I couldn't find it. But that, in a nutshell, is is what this gentleman's argument was on. Mm.
1: Um, mm. That that does make a lot of sense for me um, as well, because um, I can't remember if you mentioned this or not, but a lot of the descriptions... Um, of Pinky Pinky is that okay, you you said it's like a half man, half woman, but that yes the people often refer to Pinky Pinky as being like a middle aged person, which is mm. usually you know, when these things happen when um children get taken and raped or whatever. Um it it would most likely be by a middle aged white man. Mm. So it it makes sense that um especially because they are prepubescent children, they don't really know or they don't understand how these things work. So their minds would have probably just come up with something that's easy for them to understand. Especially for know, the what,
0: much younger children.
1: Yeah. You know, like children
0: imagine toddlers. If you can barely if you can barely speak, how are you gonna explain something as
1: complex as sexual abuse? Yeah. I mean at that age kids don't really know what sex is even. Exactly. Um, you know, and what, what kids talk about or the games that they play, you know, they're pirates and there's the good guy and the bad guy and there's monsters and you know, things like that. So mm. they would try to rationalise it in a way that their brains can understand, which would be a monster. Exactly. Um Shame. there was there was something else that I had read um because I had done research on this weeks ago as well, and there was also something else which I found quite interesting, which I'd never seen before um was that some I can't remember which article it was because I'm apparently not smart enough to save the information i found um but someone <laughs> someone mentioned that um there's a belief that it has some connection to albinism in the black community as well. I'm sorry, I'm not sure what that is. Albinism.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know what that is.
1: Are you serious? Albinism.
0: Albino. Oh, oh I am being so blonde. Yes, sorry. I don't know why that, that, the word sounded so foreign to me.
1: <laughs> I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell <laughs> if you were being serious or not because I don't know, sometimes your tone I, is very the same when you're being I've, serious I've... and when you're being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: why? No, I thought, I don't know. Like in my head, I thought you were saying something like elvenism, like a belief, a belief of elves or something. No okay No. <laughs> albinism oh, no. Oh, yes, albinism you're
1: referring to um, people who have a lack of pigmentation there's yeah. a lack of pigmentation in the skin, so their skin appears to be a pink color basically so i't can't, I can't really remember the exact words, but I think it basically came from the fact that usually the skin is either very pale. Like white a whitish color, or it can be quite pink um, and I think I think it came from how they were excluded from society mm. but, like, outcast. but outcast yeah, they were sort of outcast um, because of the way that they looked um, but personally, I feel like it's it's more likely that it stemmed from. You know, being sexually abused by an an el- an older person. Um, yeah. Like besides, I think for me, when I read that, it was interesting because I'd never heard that before. I'd never yeah. heard of that being like a reason for Pinky Pinky to exist. But I feel like it doesn't it doesn't make enough sense to me. Like the only thing that. I can sort of connect with Pinky Pinky would be the color of the person's skin. Mm. But yeah, it just, for me, it doesn't make as much sense. Mm.
0: Although a white man with cholesterol issues does take on, and fair skin takes on a, a pinkish tone.
1: Just, that is true.
0: Just FYI, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously referring to the the culture, the cultural argument of the pinky, pinky debate, but if we go back to the, the albino um, thing, mm-hmm. I do know that there is a large to this day is there's a large discrimination against uh, people with albinism. Is that how you say it? Yeah, albinism. albinism. Um, there are superstitious beliefs around them being having magical properties. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact that um a lot of albino children are either abandoned or kidnapped and mm. the reason they are kidnapped is to be is for um, black market organ trading for mooties because mm. Mm, um, I've heard I've heard many many stories that um, where people believe that um, people with albinism have a magical property to them so there, there is a very strong belief um in South Africa I think about that so but I don't know how that links to Pinky Pinky
1: um for me I think the only the only way that it could make sense that this could be Pinky Pinky considering the fact that Pinky Pinky is known for sexual violence Mm. is that You know how some people get this mentality that when they are frustrated by being outcast and discriminated Mm. against is that Mm. they have this thing where they want to retaliate.
0: Mm.
1: But I still don't feel like that's a strong enough argument for that to be the origin of Pinky Pinky. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. And in a lot of um, non-white cultures, white people are seen as devils like um just the way that that white culture has um historically victimized like so many other cultures because i mean the things that 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 happened um were were completely inhumane they were completely evil like how can you treat another human being like that it's it's completely understandable that they would be seen as devils so mm. maybe it's that I feel like it's it's maybe just the result of something bigger. Maybe racial tension from apartheid and all the years of slavery and just, you know, white people being dicks. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 That yeah. that about brings it I think that's that's about it for Pinky Pinky.
1: Yeah. Um I think it's I think it's right that we um, focus only on Pinky Pinky today because it's such a tough issue. It is. And I feel like if we had another story after it or before it, I feel like it would have just taken away some of the importance of speaking about these issues.
0: Absolutely. like I feel like Pinky Pinky brings up a lot of issues that South Africa has been facing for a long time. And globally, there's there's a lot of um, social awareness and stuff happening around these issues. So, um, yeah, I thought we just had to dignify it. We had to tell the story of Pinky Pinky because there's no way we can have a season on South Africa and not speak on Pinky Pinky. But um, it it needed its 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 spot in the its spot in the spotlight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's spot in the spotlight. We needed That's a good to one.
0: we needed to highlight these issues. Yeah, the pink highlighter ah <laughs> oh, dad joke <laughs> I'm yeah disappointed um, in myself now it's okay i'm gonna <laughs> just end this before i say anything else i regret right. <laughs> but anyway um as i as i come to the end of this i just wanted to end it off and be like um i know that the topics we covered here are very tough and um i hope that we did it in a in a dignified way um it's obviously not our intention to discriminate against anyone white or black or anything in between. We just wanted to tell the story of pinky pinky and, um, shed some light on the issues that, um, that we face as South Africans.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Um, as always, if you have a story that you would like to share with us, could be Pinky Pinky, could be anything. Please send it to us. You can send us a message via our website or by email. All of those details are on our website. And a link to our website is in the description. And don't forget about the competition we are running on our Instagram page. You can find us at Curious Pod. The link to our Instagram is also on our
1: website. Just uh, so, just go to the website. Just go to the website. It's so just much easier to find everything you need to know.
0: Everything you need is on the website. <laughs> so give us a like. Give us a share. Um, tell your friends. Tell a friend. Yeah, this week. Tell one friend about us. Share, this, share your favorite episode with one friend and do that on our Instagram page. And then you could maybe win a, a custom drawing in the Dead Curious style. And you could perhaps use it as a tattoo or as something.
1: Yes. That's and fantastic. please support us on Patreon so you can get some very, very funny bonus content. Bonus content, y'all. Well, hopefully it's funny. (laughs) Hopefully it's funny.
0: We think we're funny. That's That's, all that
1: matters. (laughs) That's all that matters. And as always, please, please don't get haunted. Or anything else. Or anything else.
0: Yeah, go to the bathroom in groups. Play safe.
1: Play safe.
0: Stay safe.
1: Stay safe and don't Stay get safe. haunted.
0: Stay safe, protection, don't get haunted.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> You're going to have to edit so much of that out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And, and, and. Mm. Okay, so um, so how do they associate Pinky Pinky with Albinonism? Albino- Oh my. F- I'm just going to. I'm stepping away from this conversation because I know that Jax is going to tease me on it. <laughs> I told her all about their supernatural. Exp- yeah, let me try that again. I fought. Can you hear Bart growling in the background? No. Okay. Heartbreak. <laughs> so, Jessica, you're very quiet.
1: I'm listening intently. Do you have nothing to add? Well, you're I You're a
0: social worker. Talk about social. <laughs> don't talk
1: about social? Talk about social. I'm going to, if I talk about social, then I'm going to go off on like an hour-long thing. It's very the, attractive,
0: sniffing in the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like I could hear it go back into your face. <laughs> <laughs> back into my face. Wow. Uh-huh. No, it's gross. Oh. It's in both my ears. So it's it's like you mentioned earlier, Pinky Pinky is, um, it was a social, oh, hi, yeah, do our episode. That's Jax. Jax says hi. Hi, Jax. <clears throat> Say hi to our listeners, Jax. Just, they can't hear you. He says he has stage fright like Tina. The cat jumped on my boob this morning so I couldn't sleep, and it really hurt. Like all four paws right on the boob. Bam.
1: Yoda got miffed with me last night because I I stroked him gently. And he. (laughs) How did he.